What's up, everyone? I want to tell you guys about my friends over at GT Nursery. Green Touch Nursery is located at 8842 Park Street in Bellflower, California, 90706. Oscar, the owner of this nursery, is a dear friend of mine and was actually a guest on this podcast on episode number 28 titled The Shed with his brother Edgar. Make sure to check that out. Oscar's been growing plants since he was 10 years old and was exposed to nurseries his entire life. His family owned multiple nurseries, so he grew up working in these places and lives and breathes plants every single day. He opened this place up back in February 2015. They are open on weekdays 8 to 4 and weekends 9 to 3. They specialize in cacti and succulents from all over the world. And let me tell you, with Oscar, the knowledge goes deep. This dude is constantly in the field doing research, going to botanical gardens, getting with really experienced growers and asking all kinds of questions. So you don't just get a plant, but you get the knowledge and passion behind this place. And that can really be felt when you're there. Their mission is to create a community of like-minded individuals from all walks of life that enjoy beautiful plants. I would say they have succeeded in their mission. I've attended multiple plant swaps and meetups. And this place is really like a home base for the for those of us in the local community. They also host these big sales where he brings in vendors from all over the place, really bringing amazing and obscure plants to the table. You need to head over to their Instagram at GT Nursery. I will make sure to plug a link to all of their socials and content in the description of every episode. He does these live auctions every Wednesday evening, and it's a lot of fun. He's constantly uplifting other members of the community and really giving other people an opportunity to come on to this very successful auction and sell plants. I've done it a couple times and it's amazing to see the success that they've had. Oscar and Edgar have really dedicated themselves and honed their craft and have been very consistent with these auctions. It's a lot of fun. Even if you're just watching, it's one of my favorite things to do on a Wednesday evening. You can head over to their Instagram for more info. I'm very grateful to have this partnership and to be telling you guys about this place. Green Touch Nursery, 8842 Park Street, Bellflower, California, 90706. Tell them I sent you. Hello, my plant friends. I want to take a moment to talk to you guys about mushrooms. No, not that kind of mushrooms. I'm talking about reishi, chaga, shiitake, maitake, ergo, cordyceps, lion's mane, all these different mushrooms that have been used for thousands of years in Chinese herbal medicine. It is ancient wisdom that there are tons of health benefits to consuming mushrooms of all types. And I recently started supplementing with this company called Real Mushrooms. If you haven't had the chance to listen to episode 38 featuring Jeff Chilton, I highly recommend it. He is the founder of this company and an ethnomycologist who's been studying mushrooms for a really long time. He really breaks it down for us. Another good resource for this information would be the movie Fantastic Fungi. Definitely recommend that. Or you can just click on one of the links in the description of every episode that will take you to articles that outline all the different health benefits of these mushroom supplements. Now, I'm going to run through all the ones that I've actually been taking myself. So Real Mushrooms offers these hot water extracts that are made from the whole fruit body of these mushrooms, and they come in both powder and capsule form. So I've been taking the five defenders in the capsule form, and it's a blend of turkey tail, reishi, maitake, shiitake, and chaga. Now, all of those mushrooms have been proven to boost the immune system. So who couldn't benefit from having a boost in their immune system right now? Another one that I'm taking is the Mushroom D2Z, which is a blend of reishi and chaga only. It is infused with vitamin D and zinc. Now, the vast majority of the population is deficient in vitamin D. So what better way to get it 
than in these mushroom supplements that come with all these other health benefits. Another one that was recommended to me, but I'm taking in the powder form, is chaga. So chaga has been used to help improve issues with digestion. So if you have something like IBD, IBS, I highly recommend this. I've been taking it at night, mixing it with my sleepy time tea, and I've noticed a huge improvement in my digestion problems. So anytime I'm about to do a podcast, I take lion's mane or right before work. Lion's mane has been proven to help with cognition. It is a nootropic that some studies suggest that may even be creating new neural pathways in your brain. So anytime I think I'm going to have to use my brain a lot, I take the lion's mane. And the last one that I'm taking is cordyceps. So cordyceps are used by athletes for performance enhancement, and they're known to really help with endurance and boost your energy levels. So if you're feeling really low energy, start trying this cordyceps. I'm taking it every day and my energy levels are way up. So that's all the ones that I'm taking myself personally that I can speak on, but there's testimonials for every single one on the website of Real Mushrooms, realmushrooms.com. If you're ready to pull the trigger and want to make a purchase and start supplementing these mushrooms, make sure to click on one of the links in the description of my episodes, or you can go to the link in my bio on my Instagram and click the little button that says real mushrooms and it has a little mushroom emoji, or you can use code if plants could talk at checkout and you'll get 10% off all future orders. However, if you're a first time buyer, you can sign up to get a first time buyer code of 25% off your first order. So definitely do that. It would help me out a lot if you guys use my link and use that code at checkout. So make sure to go check them out. Real mushrooms. This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala is family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This is the House of Succulents growing grounds. I'm talking everything you can possibly imagine in the succulent realm, from your common everyday plants to your more rare and obscure imports. They can service your landscaping needs and they have a bunch of hoop houses dedicated to houseplants and tropicals. If you guys need any kind of plant, I'm telling you, go to Mezcala. If you bring them a price from another nursery, they're going to beat it. If you bring them a price from a big box store, they're going to beat it. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala Nursery. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on November 18th, 2021 with my guest, Variegated Troy. Troy joined me for the second time on the podcast today. He originally joined me back in February on episode number two, and today he is episode number 44. It's crazy that I've done that many episodes since then. It's been nine months since he was on last, and this man has accomplished a lot in a very short amount of time. It's a beautiful transformation to see him hone his craft and go from just kind of exploring ceramics to really becoming a staple ceramics artist in this community. It was an honor to be blessed with his presence today, and I'm very grateful for all the questions that were submitted. Thank you, everybody. It was more than enough. I don't think I was able to get to them all, unfortunately, but Troy recently launched an Etsy shop, and it's called Troy Ceramics. I will make sure to plug a link to his shop in the description of this episode, as well to his social media. And unfortunately, we had a little bit of a 
technical difficulties in the beginning, the first few minutes, but we smoothed them out, and I hope you guys enjoy. Here's Troy. Welcome back to If Plants Could Talk, Variegated Troy. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. It's great to have you. Super excited to talk again. I wonder when that was. Um, Dude, I was trying to think about that, you know, a little before we, we talked, and I said, Oh, fuck it. <laughs> it, was like, it was long enough ago, right? Yeah, I think March, because I started in February, so it must have been March. Okay. Different that time. Different time. Almost but a year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A lot has happened. A lot. A lot has changed, and uh, very little at the same time. Yeah, I feel that, man. Completely. You know, your episode to this day, one, has the most plays of any other episode, and two, I get the most messages and responses about, for sure. Is that right? On God. Since, since like, especially when it is. came out. You know, well, Troy, I think it's a few things. I think it's one, you're a talented artist. Two, uh, you're a fascinating specimen with your... Uh, you know, your videos and your, your eyelashes and uh, <laughs> you. your, your personality. Uh, my eyelashes are super long, man. I'm telling you, it's not just the tattoos. It just, it's, it's a, um, it makes you, it throws you off, you know, an illusion. That's what the word is. Well, I think you're not afraid to be yourself on the internet. And that's one of the things that I appreciate about you. And the, one of the original reasons why I wanted to talk to you in the first place. And then you came on and were so vulnerable and, you know, it was relatable. It was relatable. A lot of people related to that. And I think that you brought something out of me too, because we had that common ground. And so it just went awesome. So I'm super stoked on that. Like, uh, you know, and I know that people are excited to have you back, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. That makes me feel good. Yeah. So I think that, I think that being myself on the internet is super, it just comes naturally. I don't know. I don't really like, I don't, it's not that I don't care, but I, I don't <laughs> let what others, it's, it's not, I don't care, but I don't let what others think bo bother me or affect how I'm going to act or look or dress or whatever the fuck it is, you know? Yeah. I just be myself and I am very happy that way. And that's, I think, what's important, you know? Yeah, it's visible and it, and it shows up in your art too. Like your personality shows up in your art for sure. I, I see it, you know? Um, and Thanks, dude. Thanks. That means a lot. I like that. I like that compliment a lot. Uh, it's glad. so difficult to be original, you know? It's it's so difficult to be original, especially, I guess, I guess the art forms that I look at a lot are, are ceramics. And what I make majority is, is planners. And mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's hard to, kind of find your own find your own path when there's all these other super sick dudes man making very very cool planners and it's hard to not take direct uh influence from their art you yeah. know and just do your own thing you to just appreciate it rather than mimic it no that totally makes sense but you know no two ceramic artists in my from what i see are like even if they have a similar style like 
that's the coolest thing about that art form is that it they're still going to be so different even like your own pot mm-hmm. your, your is it ever going to look like the same thing again when you create some masterpiece that everybody loves will you be able to make it again mm-hmm. oh it depends <laughs> it depends <laughs> sometimes i just sometimes I just lose myself and i i do have like a notebook where i write shit down but there are times when i'm just like dude i'll just be in the moment you know mm. and i totally forgot what i did and and it'll come out of the kiln and I wish <laughs> I wish I could even remember the first thing I did. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Dude. So well, no, I, some of the times I can't recreate it. No. Yeah, and even if you did, would it look the same? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what Probably I think. Not. Is, you yeah. Know, that's what I love about it is that like mm. no two are alike. Even if you, you know what I mean? Even if you want them to be. But you've set yourself apart regardless. And I, I realize that with ceramics, there's styles and there's influences. And I remember you talking about Japanese uh, pottery being a big part of yeah, what's yeah. been influencing you. And I see your current, um, this current release that you're working on. What Remind me what it's titled. This it's Oh, a, you know what? I've been, no, I've been making, okay. yeah, plates. Mm. Uh, Artificial Moon. Artificial Dude, Moon. I think that might be what you're talking about. I love the name. Yeah, yes. dude. Thanks, man. Thanks. I was fucking like I just always trip out on I don't know how to how to say it, just thoughts that are out of the box, I guess. And I was tripping out on the moon the other day because I have just like a perfect <laughs> view of it when I when I come out of the studio and I was just doing you know research and stuff and I realized like wow man, there's so much people don't know about the moon and I was like that motherfucker it's fake and I was telling my <laughs> I was telling my lady that I was just like I'm with it's an artificial moon. And it stuck. So I said, oh, man, I better I better make something like that. That's funny. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the chopstick holders also, and they're like little sushi plates, you know, or cheese plates or whatever the fuck, you know, whatever you want to use them for. But that's what I made them thinking about, like a, like a sushi little snack plate. And the chopstick rests. Mm. Mm. I thought it was very cute. Very cool. Thanks, man. I'll, I'll have to set you with one. I'll give you one for sure. Oh, I'd love to. I used chopsticks. I used chopsticks this morning. <laughs> Dude, so that's the thing. I made them, right? And I was really excited. I was showing all, you know, my family, like, oh my God, this is so cool, right? I'm gonna give you guys all one. <laughs> and and I posted it online and I guess that's where I get, you know, most of my feedback. And dude, like no I, I wanna say not one person said one thing about the chopstick holder itself. And I was like, man, you know, it maybe just people don't fucking fuck with chopsticks or something. Right. I don't think they're. I don't think they're super whack. <laughs> I don't think they're super whack. I think that it's gotta be something. People are like, dude, that's not a um a goddamn pot. What's wrong with that? Uh, a, a rest. I thought it was cute. I'm glad that you brought it up. Thanks, man. Yeah, well, that's awesome that you're expanding into like other types of vessels as well. And I, I have to say, congratulations on your on your success. I know you you've been blowing up for real. Like I, you're recognized as you know one of the great ceramic artists in the community. Oh, 100%. thanks, dude. Thanks, man. Sorry to I, slam it, you with compliments, but it's true. No, 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 no. It's okay, dude. Uh, I'll try to take them well. <laughs> um, that means a lot. Thanks, dude. I I really, you know, I. I fell in love with making ceramics and I think that's probably where uh, people just see it that right. I really have fun making them mm. you know 
that's just what I, I really like like about the whole thing is I have fun making them. I was trying to think the other day when well, I started really, and it's got to be over a year, but I can't think of the day. Yeah. Only because I found it and I said, "Holy shit!" And I just didn't stop like playing with them, playing with the the clay, and I realized like that's kind of I guess what happens when you really love something, you just kind of get lost. Yeah. in actually doing it and to be able to sell them and stuff it's a huge bonus it's it's crazy i i think about it often man it's really cool so do you think it's a result of not only the fact that you're very passionate and you love it but like the consistency that you've put into it like throwing yourself into it maybe yeah yeah i i think that anything that i ever do i don't know it's probably my personality dude i just kind of dive in sure wow yeah and and if i really like it then i i lose myself in it you know Mm. as opposed to just like trying to surround myself with it i'm fucking like i get lost the hours minutes turn to hours and days and so forth Mm. you know it's it's really really fortunate and i'm very thankful that i get to do it so often Mm. beautiful yeah Mm. Now, remind me, you've been training in a studio, right? Out of San Pedro? No. Is that still the case? Originally? No, dude. I, so so I took like a one class, like a formal class, a hand-building class with one. Just once. And then just once. <laughs> and I realized that, holy shit. But you know what? You know what? YouTube is just like, it'll teach you anything. Nowadays, like you go on fucking YouTube, you have a problem. And most chances, unless it's like a, all of you shouldn't be trying to solve on the internet, <laughs> but, but like, other than that, you can find that shit on, on YouTube. And a lot of the questions that I had through ceramics came from there after the fact, when I realized that I really liked it, I would just on downtime, sit there and, and nerd out on ceramics, you know, about clay and stuff like that. Cause I, dude, I knew nothing about it. I just knew that uh, I like to, to touch it and, and build something and that I could see afterward, I could put, I could put this effort into it and then see it solidified afterward. It, it goes into the kiln, it comes out and it's solid. That's your art done. You can't like wipe it away with a painting or something. And I think I really fell in love with that. Mm. Super cool. See every mark, all your impressions in it, right? Mm. Is there, are you wearing earbuds right now? I am. Can, can we, you not can hear we, me? Can we try to turn them off and see if it helps? Just it's just a little slightly Absolutely. muffled. It's just a little muffled. Oh, take. Let me see. Hold on. It's because they're. You know wireless. what? That's what I was wondering in the beginning. That's what I was wondering in the beginning if you could hear me. Uh, you sound better now. Okay. Cool. Much better. Wow. Is it better? Much better. Ah, uh, man, I'm sorry. In okay. the beginning, I had wondered, these are my headphones I listened to music in, and I wasn't sure how good they were on the voice sound. That's okay. Sorry well, about that, man. No, don't don't apologize. I'm the one that's in charge of the sound, and we're 10 minutes in, so it's okay. We're just getting started. We're just warming up. Right on. Right on. You're good. Yeah, cool, man. cool. Yeah. The ceramics is fascinating because there's so much intricate detail to it, especially to the type of work that you do. Like every line, you know, I can get lost in looking at it for sure. Right, right. It can be. Yeah, that's for sure. I there, it can be looked over also. Sure. The the detail in it, you know, I've I've caught myself doing something similar, but at the same time, 
uh, I understand that. And, and certain things, like if, I, if the pot isn't crazy with um, texture, or sometimes I have extra fun with the glaze, you know? Mm. Give, it, give it something else to make it pop. Mm. I don't know. Uh, when did you get you know. when did you get the kiln and how how much has that changed your your process and ability to oh it's so much dude it's changed everything so much like i it's almost like i can't remember what it's like to have a, to not have the kiln right the production that i'm able to do or even that what's possible it seems that i can i can have things done when i want you know mm. i can make things today like i i made a bunch of shit today It'll be ready by next week mm. and not when the studio's schedule wants to fire them. Right. Not they want to fire them, but they, they're on a schedule mm-hmm. and not often is it so often. It's usually biweekly at the one that I was at. Mm. And so it's, it's changed it greatly, dude. I don't have to transport like greenware where that, cause I, I would make everything at home. Uh-huh. I was a part of the studio. I was a member at the studio, but I would still make everything at home, like on the, in the backyard on the same table that's in here. Mm-hmm. But what had changed was I was making so much of the, the pots and I was doing it so often. I, it made sense to get like a little shed, a little something that I could store the things out of the rain and the elements and also store myself, dude, when I'm working yeah. out of the elements. Right. Uh, so, so having the kiln right there next to the the studio, basically, which I'm in, mm-hmm. it's like it's a one shut stop studio. I don't really have to go anywhere. The the only thing is is staying motivated to be productive. Sure. When I'm working from home, essentially. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know the feeling for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it can be difficult, but. It's a blessing in the same time, mm-hmm. you know. I would I would want to go back to uh, having to be out of the house more than I am now. Sure, I think it was a smart move though, building that or getting that little space because it does make it different than it being in your living room or you know what I mean. Dude, dude, there was oh my god when I first started making pots, uh, it was in the garage because I didn't really understand the pots and like how they needed to be stored and what could happen like if you could make them outside and shit and so it was all happening in the garage and it was a horrible mess. dust everywhere. Everyone's tracking dust in the, in the house. Like, Oh man, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And then it moved to the back. And then I was still bringing the, the pots inside cause they, the greenware can't sit overnight. It can, but if it's outdoors and there's mildew, there's a dew in the morning or there's any type of moisture extra in the air, yeah. it's going to add that to the pot. It's just good. The pot's just going to reabsorb that. Mm-hmm. And, possibly mud up the pot or maybe ruin the whole form depends on how wet it got can basically you, they can't be outside you know if they're not fired one time at least can you explain what greenware means for the layman sure yeah so greenware there's there's greenware bisqueware and then the final product greenware is after you've made the pot it's dry it can it can go from wet to dry it's still that's green you know mm-hmm. in that time the only time it turns to bisqueware is when it gets put into the kiln for the first time mm. and i think 
I think it's 1500 degrees is the first temperature. I think it's something like that. Maybe it could be, could be a little less, 1200 okay. or something. Um, yeah, that's, that's when you biscuit. And after the greenware comes, the bisque, I can put them outside. And that's a big help. It doesn't, it doesn't take up so much room. And now, now I have the studio. So it's, I have shelf space and stuff like that. It's a little easier. Mm. Even full. Dude, like when I've done, you know, these pop-ups, I've done a couple of pop-ups recently. Mm-hmm. Maybe over the past couple months. And uh, I, I'll still fill all the shelves in here. I'll fill all the shelves and it's full as fuck. I'll have enough pots for sure. I always like over prep the pots, but yeah, I'll fill it up. I wouldn't say I need more space, but it's just enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Now there's some people out there that let them, there's a way to naturally dry it, right? Like say you're not a killing mm-hmm. person, right? There's some people right. that do that. Yeah. There, it has to be a different type of clay body though. Okay. There's different types of clay. Okay. There's even, there's like high fire, low fire clay. There's air dry clay. That, mm. That's probably something that you're thinking about. I don't think that anything needs to happen to it. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's a lot there too. Like I said, I think, you know, when the first time we talked about it, I knew nothing. I knew that I was making the pots sure. <laughs> and that it was fun, but I didn't know anything. And now I feel like that. I really did a lot of research since then. I fucking... I really like it. And I did the research because I was curious of the answers, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's great that you can now share that, you know, with, with other people. And At least a bit. Yeah. I, I'm sure that I, there's things that I don't know. And sure. Even like the temperature right now, I'm not exactly sure. I know that uh, I go to cone 04. It's, it's cone temperatures. That's how they, they're measured. Mm-hmm. Starting from zero one up into 10. So it goes zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like, I think, I think there might be a, so the zeros is like a very low fire stuff. There's stuff that's called luster and things like that. It's like a metal gold. Okay. And I think that it goes into the kiln, for example, at an zero 11, right. But then a, a bisque is like zero four. Hmm. Now, have you had any Should, mentors? I couldn't be saying all those numbers, dude, because I, I could be wrong. It's okay. You know, sorry, there, there's a helicopter. There's a helicopter passing up. <laughs> That's okay. We've had dogs. Oh, we've had dogs barking, fireworks, kids playing. I've had it all. <laughs> oh, cool! I added the helicopter in there. Yeah. At all. Yeah, dude. Hopefully, that's just the one passer, and they're not looking for someone. I'm curious about, well, I have one, two things. One, Ketoy came on here and he talked about when he had, by having his own kiln, uh, it was a game changer in the sense that he was able to experiment and break the, the norm, the norm rules. Uh Oh, yeah. Hold on. Big one time, second. big time. One second, one second. We're having a technical difficulty. You were saying that talking about the limitations of of a studio. Now, w- would you say that like because of those limitations that maybe you weren't able to fully express yourself in the way that you would have liked to, you know, without me realizing it, to be honest with you, when I got when I got home and I have my own kill and it's just kind of like make whatever. Oh, and also the forms. The, yeah, the answer is yes, because forms also I wouldn't want to 
make things with certain shapes or that were too brittle being a greenware form or with like legs or something like that. I would stay away from legs. But now I don't really have the time. I, I just go take them straight to the kiln shelf, you know? That's awesome. Instead of to the back of the car, to the drying shelf, to the studio. like car. It was more chance for a breakage, for sure. Mm. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> but creativity as well. Creativity as well. Because I would not be making those things, right? The feedy boys and things mm. another thing that was pointed out on this show by da pottery was how expensive of a hobby this is is, is that true uh, yeah he's he is 100 percent right he's the man also mm. da pottery daniel is one of my mentors for sure yeah he's a young mentor of mine I also enjoy his haircut. It's <laughs> it's one of my favorites. <clears throat> it's one of my favorites. He's he's also one of my favorite dudes, man. Daniel's really a really good guy. He's a really good guy. And he's very true. Very true and very honest. Uh, and to say that, that's for sure. Dude, if if I wasn't like selling them i first i wouldn't be making as many i wouldn't be making as many of them <laughs> because like not only is clay expensive the clay is probably the cheapest part about actually making them mm. but the the to run the kiln like electric and then glaze is also can be expensive when you do what i want to do is like always change always change it up and always getting different glazes i don't know it's not that i run out it's just that I always have this new idea that I would, would like to see, you know, I, I want to see what happens if I add these two colors that I never did before. Mm. Stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it does get pricey. Yeah. Well, that's awesome that you keep at it despite the fact that it could be costly because it's obvious that, that anyone that perseveres through that, it, it's something that they love, you know? Sure. Well, dude, and that's okay. So it goes hand in hand. Like if you were to, if I was to be selling the pots for super cheap, then it wouldn't make sense. I, I try to be fair, yeah. at least with the cost that it is to make them, yeah. you know, that that's the thing is that you, you need to be fair with yourself. Yes. <laughs> if you're trying to sell something, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that what he's saying that's that's what it speaks to on on my end it's like well it the prices have to be this because the materials and to finish the actual product like dude if you're a part of the studio and you're making stuff um you're paying you know your membership fee but mm -hmm. then myself yeah i'm not paying a membership fee but now the electric bill changes and everything what about the kiln maintenance wise what about the yeah right <laughs> the kiln itself that's an investment in itself and then maintenance wise just that's not the only thing is just buying the kiln all these other steps come with it sure. you know yeah so it does still be a, a pricey thing to do i guess just um I can't i can't think of the word right now but when you're buying something and then you're reselling it mm-hmm 
it needs to be a little higher because dude, you can't like buy it for super cheap. You can't buy this, the kiln and all this stuff to make pots for right. super cheap. At least I can't, I, I don't have those uh, sources and those resources, you know? Yeah. It sounds like it very well may take years to like actually even get to that point where you're starting to profit to, you know, catch up with all the original sure. expenses as with anything. Right. Right. Right now. It's really just like, I have a lot of fun. I have yeah. a lot of fun. I'm not losing money doing it. Sure. You know? And so how can I complain? Yeah. How, how can I complain about that? I, I really enjoy seeing people be stoked on them or yeah. have, have like people return back, man. Like when I'll sell someone a pot, they buy a pot and then they want to buy another pot. I'm like, Oh man, like, what the, that's crazy. Like it makes me feel good because they're, what they're buying is they're, they like it. Yeah. They like that they're buying. That's where they're buying it again, you know? Absolutely. And so that's what makes me feel good is, I'm actually making stuff that people enjoy. Yeah. It's cool. You know, makes me feel good. And there's tons of people that they can choose from, you know, and they, they choose to support Dude. your artwork, which is beautiful, man. Right. 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 Super cool. Super cool. I'm super thankful for that, man. All the time. Yeah. There's, it seems like there's always new people too. Like just when I think that the, not, not that, you know, selling all these spots to new people, but, that I at least talk to new people or see a new follower or something, if that makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. uh, sorry. It's okay. If, oh no, excuse me. What I, what I was saying was, I, I thought that the community was much smaller than it is. Oh, yeah. You know, it, yeah. but it's actually really big. It's really big. There's a lot of people that are, into pots and plants in themselves, you know, and not just collect the pots. And I think that I underestimated that mm. when I first started to post them and be like, oh, fucking variegated Troy, you know, variegated Troy ceramics, dude. I, I didn't think that there was going to be that much people who actually look at that, like look at ceramics and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It's a much larger audience than I thought. Mm. that's super cool that's super cool and growing infinitely and you're absolutely right dude because i'll get a follower and then i'll look and see that they have 200 mutual friends and i'm like i didn't even know who they were didn't even know they existed you know what i mean and then uh -huh. it happens all uh -huh. the time there's just more and more and more it's like it's crazy it, it's yeah, literally you're like, wow there's so much people out there right yeah. so many I, I guess i guess when you when you're just looking at your phone and you're just like, look like this follower count and this, it, it seems like there's not very many people when you're constantly looking at the same number. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. In that sense, in the internet, how I mean is when I'm posting a pot, it's, I feel that, well, not the whole world is looking at this only fucking whatever, a thousand people, 2000, whatever it is. Yeah. You know? that's all the people that I have to like take this criticism from, because honestly, when I post anything, I'll, I'll take a really good picture of it in my opinion. And then I'll look at it and be like, Oh, <laughs> it look, that's pretty, that's pretty, you know? And then that makes me excited. And I want to show it off and I want other people's to possibly think it's pretty, but a lot of the stuff that I make, dude, I, I don't want to post it because I'm, I'm scared that other people don't, aren't going to think it's cool. You mm. know, like it, so I, so I'd be 
very mindful of like when I'm actually posting a pot because mm. there's so much good art out there that if I'm going to contribute, I want it to be one of the best ones, in my opinion, mm. out of the lot, if that makes sense, mm. rather than like posting every single fucking pot that I make. Absolutely. You know, I appreciate oh, that. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just like an internal thought that I can't really control, you know. Right. I can't I can't post them all because that one doesn't look good enough to me. <laughs> right. I don't know. As as just like uh me being into the art in itself and seeing others, it makes it kind of makes me it forces me to find a place like where is my place mm. in in this art form you know it sounds to me like so, you respect it like you respect yeah it. for sure oh dude for sure for sure for sure yeah. that's why when i'm when you like said earlier oh uh i don't know how you said it the compliment but one of the mm-hmm. like a lot of people recognize my ceramics you didn't say it that way True. but you said it a different way and when i hear something like that it makes me feel good but at the same time, I've only been doing it uh, for so little time mm-hmm. that the people that I look at their ceramics and I'm like, that's fucking, that's a cool ass pot. It seems that they've been doing it much, much longer. Right. Yeah. Much longer, if not their whole life, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it kind of makes me have always that feeling in the back of my mind, like to always humble myself and stay humble because i have a lot to learn yes you know a lot to learn have i earned my spot and uh do you get like maybe this imposter syndrome like you know for sure uh, yeah yeah i know i know what you mean in different whatever forms it it can happen to all of us especially uh coming from you know some of the things that i know that you've gone through you know what i mean yeah like you just you can't help like you tell yourself I, I led it with this, like, oh, dude, I don't care what um, people think, but you tell yourself that. Right. <laughs> but in actuality, you, everyone to a point does. You know, you can't help but think of it. It just, it treat, it finds its way into your thought process. Mm. We're our own worst critics, for sure. Right. Right. I try to be. That's important. I think to an extent, it's important. It's useful. It makes you better. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So do you want yeah. to get into some of these questions? I do. I wanted to agree with you that DA, <laughs> DA Pottery is a fucking badass. Um, you know, but badass, we, we went man. off on a, on a little tangent there and I, I thoroughly enjoyed his uh, episode and I, I really didn't know anything about him except for that he makes dope pots. Um, so like sitting down with him, it was really special for me. I really took a lot away from it. And it was also uh, an episode that was a very sought after for sure. And I appreciate that, man. For sure. Oh, I bet. I bet. He's, I bet. He's a cool one. He is, dude. He's a good guy. Speaking of which, the first question comes from Cactus Cult Ceramics. <laughs> okay. Could you survive in the wilderness for two weeks? Absolutely. 100% yes. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> it's two weeks? Come on. Yeah. You didn't have to eat. I think, I'm pretty sure you didn't have to eat. As long as you get some water yeah you know worst comes to worst like you can't kill anything or something guess it depends which wilderness you're in also fucking daniel i hope the water's clean otherwise you're gonna have to figure something out you know clean that water dude 
I'm, I'll tell you what, to be honest with you, the first couple of days I'd be, maybe not days, <laughs> the first day, first few hours, it'd be panic mode. I would set into panic mode, like, oh, fuck, I'm stuck here. <laughs> but then I'll, I see myself surviving for sure. God damn it, Daniel. <laughs> Absolutely. Damn, Daniel. Cactus Dan Man said, are you in any plant societies? Cactus Is that like? Cl- cactus clubs. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Oh, yes, for sure. Okay, so I'm so bad with who's who. So I did LA, the LA sale. Mm-hmm. I was invited by Artie from Desert Creations. Mm-hmm. Um, that will help any listeners who might know which sale he hosts or he's very much a part of and is able to invite someone, right, to sell there. That's the one. Mm. And uh that club you i think most of the time you have to be a member to go to that sale Mm. and in order to vend there or to sell there i had to be a member and so that's the one that i'm a member of Mm. is it like the yeah dude is it the la cactus club right la cactus and succulent society i think that's another la css yeah i think that's their instagram okay that's it that's gotta be it Unless there's an imposter LACSS, dude, that sounds like the one mm. that uh, I'm familiar with. Yes. That's something I want to catch up on. I, I, I see everybody out there doing it, and it always looks like great fun and getting people together, man. So I would love to do that one day. Um, succulent Cacti Lady cool. May said, the world oh. needs a Troy mini-me. When's the baby boy coming? Oh, dude. <laughs> No, no ways. We, I, you know what? It's a joke that we have that. Yeah, I have three young girls. That's why. Yeah, three young daughters, and I. If I were to try to have one more, and I'm 100 positive, it'd be another girl, because I want a boy too much. I want a boy too bad that it's like it just is not gonna happen. It doesn't work like that, you know. Yeah. Another seen, daughter. Here you go. I've seen a lot of people in that same situation. They're too scared to try again. Too scared. Yep. Too scared. Uh, our middle child, Primrose, she's pretty rough and tumble, dude. <laughs> dude I'll, you'll settle for that. I'll settle for that. She's a big old head. She's a big old head. <laughs> naughty. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, she'd be the she'd be the one. They all look like me, in my opinion. They do. I see that. And I appreciate your involvement with them. And I saw your reel recently and it was very touching and it's just, it's cool to see. I, I know you probably get some extra quality time with them too, doing what you do. So yeah, it's awesome. That's, That's the best cool. part of being, being here doing this is that I always get to see them. Yeah, no. At least for now, my oldest is six. So she's in school most of the day, mm. but the two youngest are still here. I'm still wilding at home and it dude it like it is a lot sometimes um sure but i would never change it now that my older one is in school most of the time some days i'm like man like when she getting home dude i don't want to what's up to her and that's really it you know like <laughs> say hi and she's doing her own thing at this stage she wants to fucking do her homework or draw or whatever it is we've been trying to limit the screen time yeah smart move i don't know yeah, it's it's tough, you know. It's tough to do it right now. I feel like everyone that has kids, are okay, our, our family's kids, I guess. I, I when they're with each other, they don't 
you know, they're not on the damn iPad or when they're in school, they're not on the damn iPad. Right. And so for them to be on it when they're not hanging out with their cousins and stuff, it just feels like that should be limited. You know, we should be hanging out with them more. Mm, yeah. So you got family nearby too? Cause you're from Hawaii, right? Um, I am. Yes. But my wife, Julia, her family lives out in San Bernardino right now. Okay. And her sister has a young daughter. Awesome. Yeah. We see them super often. Her, her daughter is three. Please. so they have a blast yeah yeah have they you have been able to get the kids back back home yet or no no not yet. no no yeah I, I would really like to someday it's, it would just be um a lot of money yeah. to, <laughs> to bring the whole family <laughs> there and then have somewhere to stay like i have such a big family dude it's like i'm bringing a gang of people anywhere so i can't <laughs> hit up one of my family members and be like hey we're coming all right. of us are gonna fucking stay on the couch. Yeah, dude. <laughs> They're gonna, I'm sure, be like, well, "Hell yeah, come on by." But I mean, it's not realistic, you know. Yeah. Especially like to go out there for the first time, and uh, my lady's never been to Hawaii. It's like Hawaii for her, you know. It's not just home. Right. And so it would be cool to have a more special visit. Yeah. Than doing Uber and and like the minimum because it's so expensive, right? Mm. Yeah, so when the time is right. For sure, yeah, one day, one day. So another question from Cactus Dan Man. Do you know, I'm curious too, how many plants you have? No, dude. No way. (laughs) I couldn't couldn't count. No way, yeah. Like, for sure over 200. Yeah. For sure, over 200. I have a lot of small plants is the thing to do. Um, when I first started collecting the plants, like I have a, I bought a couple expensive plants. I won't lie to you. I'll be honest. <laughs> I bought a couple expensive ones, dude. But I, I really tried not to. I, I would like see the plant that I thought was so badass. And I would be like, wow, like, I need to get a younger one. Hmm. And I usually hit a, a Gary Duke. From one way or another, I would usually get all my little different plants that I was excited about from Gary. And, and other online vendors. I was like a real, uh, I was a real mind boy. Mm. You know what I'm talking about, bro? And they have this, when they have sales and you have to like be on mine, you have to say mine or oh. <laughs> me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude. I was a big time me boy. Yep. I'll mine, be like, mine, me. mine, mine. Dude, getting those astro items. Oh my God. And then, and then I was like, wow, okay, your, t- your table's filling up, dude. Chill, chill, you know? So you've kind of slowly just, pumped the brakes a little bit since the, pump the, break, pump since the, the boom? Big time. Oh, big time, big time. It Me was too, that addictive personality hitting hard. Yeah. I do. I'm, like, I'm going to get them all. I'm going to get them all. <laughs> Fucking, oh, God. Rip. Take it easy. Yeah. Get one, one, one at a time, you know? Yeah, I've learned to appreciate what I like the ones that I have now a lot more instead of like wanting more, 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 more. But I'm the same way, man, you know, but like I just there's a there's a number that I just won't spend. It just won't happen. <laughs> right. I'm not fucking doing it. I yeah, for sure. There's a number that I won't spend also. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So back to Hawaii, Funky Aonium said, how was it growing up in Hawaii? 
beautiful. It was very beautiful and interesting. Like I never, um, well, that's, you know, I left, I left a lot, but I didn't spend a lot of time, like an extended amount of time outside of way. I visited the mainland here mm. or other places, but I never spent an extended amount of time. So to me, it was always cool, but living here as a young person, um, I feel like that I would have I would have not done so well. <laughs> mm. I would have not done so well because there's just like I don't know the word, dude. There's freedom is a good word sure. for myself. I could run off and be crazy, but I can only go so far, dude. I can only go so far and be crazy. I, my toes would stop at the sand. Right. You know, you start running. And you're like, fuck. Where am I gonna? I'm stuck. But here, as a young kid, I, who knows? You know, I, who knows? It's a different so culture that, too, right? Yeah, it's just yeah, more open. So much stuff going on, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it was awesome, beautiful, beautiful, and um, I'm very thankful. It's awesome to grow up there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And that's where like the love for plants came originated, right? Yeah plants and then growing them in them in themselves but they're like cactus no you know what i right. didn't even know that cactus could be kept in hawaii mm-hmm. before i before i got like the instagram uh plant account yeah, yeah and then i met people from hawaii and i was like oh dude that's great like they have to have you know a greenhouse or something fully sheltered just because it's very it's tropical as well it's mm-hmm. rains with the sun yeah you know the sun's out and it's, it starts raining randomly yeah who knows when you know it's humidity all the time so i'm not sure how well cactus do there just if you like an in-ground cactus for example right of course yeah i know there's some badass collectors out there though that i recently figured out as well yeah yeah that's right and these got they i'm not positive of course but they have to have like greenhouses at least a small type of environmental control a roof mm. you know yeah Most just definitely. for the rain for me it, it would be just for the rain how often it would rain would i think would contribute to rot it's always warm and it never gets super cold but it would just rains so often sometimes mm. like days in a row you know yeah mm-hmm. and we have a good here <laughs> right i can remember oh, dude, the it's last beautiful time there don't get me wrong yeah don't get me wrong man. it's beautiful there as well but if you're a cactus girl dude yeah yeah uh california you got good yeah different kind of beauty for sure but oh for sure Hawaii is gorgeous so this is a comment uh from cactus bratch he said love troy he's a great dude <laughs> thanks man pints with, pints, super nice pints with pricks said why do you keep your shirt on in the greenhouse Dude, I haven't. I don't have a greenhouse, so he's very right. I get. I know exactly who that is. That's my man Scott, and he's right, man. His shirts, <laughs> his shirts are never on in the greenhouse. Him and Austin. Yeah. A hubs. A hubs. Right. Yeah. Did those boys do an interview together? Yes, they did, and it was fucking awesome, man. Dude, did they have their shirts off? I can't fucking you can, remember. Yeah, they did. See, you can't remember because it was just, it's blind. They're nude from top down. Yeah, they probably did. And it just is blind to you. Dude, you can't tell because it's the only time you see photos of them in the greenhouse, they're shirtless. Always. Yeah. So it's a blind thing. You just see them shirt off 
I'm positive. I don't even have to see the video footage. I'm positive. I remember no they shirts. were smoking cigarettes, uh, but I fucking enjoyed that one too, man. That was a, that one. Fuck, it was a good one for sure. They were like just fun. Cool, they yeah. feed off each other, man. Nice. Lots of energy. I would love to do like a a combined interview in the future with like you and someone else too, man. Like we we could just get some some people in here, you know, and like do a group. Oh, dude, It'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking, we'll get a smoke circle going on. Yeah, well, we can do it in person yeah. too. I got, I got you know, four mics. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now you're talking. So DA Pottery, Daniel said, there he is. "When's the salsa coming back? And when are you going to start making salsa bowls?" So salsa bowls. So the bowls. Uh, that's a two-part question, right? Mm-hmm. The salsa bowls. I, I make bowls, but. I don't ever post them or talk about them being for sale or anything because I'm self-conscious about them. Mm. It's something that I'll make and I'm like, oh, dude, this is too heavy or all these reasons as to why it's not a good bowl. I think I think a lot of the, the reason is that I, I make everything hand-built, right? Mm. And so to an extent, it's like always wonky mm. or try to make it not a bit heavier in spots, but it does. And bowls that I'm used to using they're perfect right they're always so perfect you know so when i make a bowl it always feels wrong it doesn't feel like it's the right thing mm. dude you can totally use it use it for salsa cereal grinding up fucking mushrooms to make micro doses you use them for <laughs> anything dude they work but it's just i'm self-conscious about the way they look yeah well i appreciate that you do you do always uh advertise that they are multi-purpose vessels and that they can be used <laughs> for dude thanks for noticing this, thanks for noticing this yeah it's this. something that i notice because you know you got to test your products and the, uh, the pots like you can really only use them for pots there's a fucking hole it doesn't hold anything in it mm. like even a pencil you try to drop a pencil it just drops right at the bottom like you pick it up it's not right mm. but any other vessels and i'm when i make it i get excited and I start using it, and I let the girls use it. <laughs> I'll ask Granny, "What do you use this for?" Oh, I mean, dustpan. Dang, good one <laughs> for the plates, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's special. That's special. Um, there's, I've just barely scratched the surface, dude. Yeah, endless possibilities. I can't wait to see like what the future has to hold, man. Because it's already very diverse, and it's going, it's going somewhere. I believe that. I believe that to be true. Oh, thanks, man. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm ner- I've been nerding out on making a lamp. It's it's tough because <laughs> it has to be like opening ports, right? Dude, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Watch a ceramic I, lamp. I set it on this thing. Yeah, like the base of the lamp is gonna be ceramic, but then I need to basically build the bulb into it. Yeah. But what I need to do is make the ports the right size, right? And for the cord to come out, boop. oh man. I have the idea. I just, I don't know how to do it. That would be super sick, man. I would love to have one. Thanks, man. So Angel Sanchez. It's another ambulance. It's okay. It's a sound I'm very familiar with. (laughs) Living in Long Beach. Right. Uh, Angel Sanchez, 132. He said, you inspired me to start my own ceramics. Thank you. That's sweet. Oh, yeah. Right on. That's super sweet. I've heard that a couple times, like a, um, a couple of people have messaged me that before. 
like man like he i i started to make some stuff too and that's always so cool like dude it's such a i really fell in love it's just like another art form like when someone picks up a paintbrush and they're like oh my god i can make a painting like as a little kid that's just the funnest thing ever and for me if you've never made a pot before you never touched clay um you might just like it and you might just like it a lot <laughs> yeah you know i've never been on the wheel but other people fall in love with making wheel stuff like make mugs and everything else that you can make on the wheel you know it's not that i can't make a mug but that's another thing that uh, garrett i made a I made a couple mugs bro and it's just they're heavy they're bottom heavy <laughs> and handle's not right fuck so much things dude and so I'm like, man, I can't make mugs then because they don't come out like ergonomically correct. Is that the right word? I don't know. <laughs> it sounds right. It sounds right. It sounds right to me. Sounds smart. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that's right. Uh, a lot of people would really enjoy it. It's definitely right. There's a ceramic you, boom right now. Tried it. There is, huh? Yeah, man. I see a lot of people boom? putting them out right now. Like new, newer yeah. people that I'm like, and, they're, and then they're good. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> there's, there's some talented people in the plant community. Oh, yeah. shit. I wouldn't doubt it, dude. Yeah, I wouldn't man. doubt it at all. Yeah, it's out there. Like I said, you know, you just, you got it in you. You just haven't tried it. You know, I signed up for ceramics class this semester and it was full. And then I was put on a wait list and then they told me I got in. And then they said, just kidding. There's too many. We have to drop you. And I I appreciated Daniel was like, let me know when you get in. I think he was like uh, planning to like give me something. But one day I'll try it. I don't know. I got I'm scared to try that kind of something new, bro. I'm already obsessed with too many things, you know. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean, dude. The pokey finding the time. What was that? I'm you sorry. Know? For me, it's finding the time. Yeah. To to get in to fully dive into something new. Mm. You know. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to have pieces of myself all over. I really like to just. Oh, I fucking love this. I can only do this now. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy that. You know. Well, I, and I think that that's like it's better to focus in on on something that you know you know you're good at and, and it will not take away time from it by doing well, other things but i have so many things i would love to to do that i did in the past but yeah time man with kids it's like <laughs> what you know I, like i want okay so the th- my my wife takes all the care of them i wouldn't have to do anything if i didn't you know want to or couldn't or something mm-hmm. but it's that I want to spend time with them when they're young right now. Right. Because okay. I I have a younger sister, for example, mm-hmm. uh, like a much younger sister. She's like 13 right now. Mm-hmm. And and watching her go through that, like be, be a kid. And then all of a sudden be like, don't, don't fucking talk to me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can only, I can only imagine her and be like, oh no, you know, like I wish I would have talked to these girls. Yeah. And so yeah, I'm, I'm reining that in right now, like trying to just hang out with them as much as I can before. Uh, hopefully they wouldn't want to talk to me. Yeah, they become too cool for sure. Yeah, you know, you can't get your feelings hurt, like, but you will. Yeah. 
Most definitely. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, dude, I'll cry right in front of them and make them feel super bad because <laughs> I'll just let out my emotions and, and cry right there in front of all three of them. <laughs> Man, you just got to let it out sometimes, you know? Most definitely. I'm... There's a time and place. There's a time and place for that. But yeah. It would be justified. So the Pokey Raccoon said, where do you see yourself in five years? And is ceramics a career or a hobby to you? Wow. Um, deep question. Yeah, that's a deep one. That's a thinker. Uh, five years? Shoot. I don't know. Hopefully super healthy. Yes. And, you know, still being fortunate, man. Yeah, man. doing well and you know that's all i can hope for in five years everyone's healthy and stuff like that and everyone's doing well but uh as as far as making it a career that would be incredible it'd be incredible to make you know enough profit margin to be able to only do that yes like you, you only do that for your career wow yeah that'd be special i, I wouldn't be opposed but um I think that a lot would need to change. I would need to learn how to make production pottery for sure. Right. Yeah. And I think that comes from the wheel, a big part of production pottery, you know? Now, is there, is it possible that you could still balance the two, right? Like where you have your production line, perhaps even a different name. And then you have like your art hand built. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, dude. That, so, so like when doing ceramics for a career, that's kind of what you'd have to do. You know, you'd have to make different avenues of income, mm-hmm. but still using your same talent, being a ceramicist, you know, make plates, cups, production, whatever the fuck stuff for restaurants. There's so many, there's so much ceramic stuff, dude, that I didn't even realize. Right. You know, I didn't even know. I didn't even tiles. Some people make tiles. Wow. Yeah. There's so much that goes into it. So, to find something that I could like have a job also doing this. And then, you know, I get to throw plates and stuff. That, that'd be awesome. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So she also said, Troy is a full ass vibe. One of my faves. Also tell him, <laughs> also tell him to make more IG videos because they make me smile. Oh, that's sweet of her. Very sweet. I love her. She's always, uh, anytime she listens to an episode, she shares it and tags. And I appreciate when people do that, man. She's a good one for sure. Um, I, You know, the Pokey Rack Instagram, Tambra. Mm-hmm. That's her name, I think. Yes. yes. That's right. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's very sweet. Awesome. Yeah, the dude, the videos are hard to make. It's like, I'll take any video that I end up posting. It's like, ends up being a montage of clips because I'll just take videos and then when they're funny mm-hmm. but when it comes down to putting i get together it's kind of like i don't i don't really like it it's kind of stressful it's not easy to make a video for me yeah i just have to be in the mood and like be really stoned and laughing <laughs> and that's usually when it comes out funny yeah because i'll just be like oh that's ha, 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 that's funny fucking look zoom in on my feet ha 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 <laughs> <laughs> This is random, stupid shit. Kissing you know? fucking cacti and shit. Yeah, dude. And I think that that's when, for me, it ends up being a funny video. Right? 
but that's what I think that's where personality comes into play as when like when you're choosing a ceramic artist to support, you know, I do think that personality is at play and like, you know, the type of the energy that you're contributing to the community, you know, and that's what I think yeah. is part of the appeal um, with your art in particular, especially. And and going back to what I said earlier and in, in seeing your personality in the work, too, it makes sense. Like you hold up one of your pots and it makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, Thanks, for real. Thanks, dude. Yeah. I, w- I wish I had one right now. I'll fucking hold it up right now. <laughs> you know, oh like, my like, god! Like a guy looks like a, his dog. A dog looks like his owner, kind of thing. Bro, See this one? Look. This is not right. <laughs> this is not totally right because Daniel made this pot, oh. and uh, and I blazed it. Mm. That's a sick one. That's me. <laughs> oh thanks bro but the do- yeah, dogs oh, yeah. look like their owners the uh, cars look like their owners your pots look like you bro <laughs> thanks dude i appreciate that I, I appreciate that i've been really wanting this is like a real thing that's happening i'm making the plates for it but i'm i want to paint like uh like a self-portrait mm. <laughs> obviously not super well done one but like a self-portrait to eat off of or have the girls eat off of. I'm <laughs> painting myself. Looking down at your face on the plate. Yeah. I'm going to paint myself with like some like little curly hairs and like glasses or something. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just wanted to do it. I was, I, I had that idea. And it was a funny idea. If I can paint a plate. Self-portrait. So the cactus bones asked, did you do your own ink? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I I did some. Did you? Not all of it. Yeah, yeah, I tattooed myself like quite a few times. Um, I have a couple buddies that do tattoos, and one of which, when I was really younger, I would, we would just be very unprofessional. Mm. And I would tattoo my own thighs, and dude, it's it was <laughs> like I was horrible. I was horrible at tattooing. It's it's not the same as just drawing, you know. Right. The, the whole thing's vibrating and it's a it's so small needle. Man, not for me. I can't do it. I had a follow up yeah, question about that. Like, where did you get sure. the inspiration for some of those tattoos that you've got, man? I just kind of lost myself at the time when I was getting tattooed. Mm. I really liked I liked the first couple. You're talking about like my face, right? Period. Oh, dude my body um so much so much i would just i don't know be wilding and when i had space that was visible to me it was the best time because mm. i'd be thinking about some random idea like oh i want uh, a fucking skull bunny or something i don't know a lot of the times i wouldn't think of it and i would just go into the tattoo shop and chat up with one of the other wild head guys that have a wild mind mm-hmm and if I vibe with his wild mind most of the time, or if it wasn't just my buddy himself, I would get a tattoo. Like I would just be like, dude, just tattoo something that is rad. Yeah. Because in my opinion, if you don't have something you're like really set on uh, getting tattooed, and if you like traditional tattoos, that's the best thing to do is like go in there and let someone who's like super dope at tattooing yeah. do what they think is cool. Like not what they think is cool, but what they want a tattoo or something that fits you right yes because they're gonna do something super cool or something that they wanted to do and it's gonna come out really good yeah in my opinion that's usually how i did things 
if I didn't have like an idea where I was like, bro, I have to go get this right now. No, that's cool to like let people freestyle and then their their style ends up on you. And there's it's a it's a hobby in and of itself getting tattooed, right? And, and oh, for sure, it's therapeutic. I, I even I feel like I, I, it's a yeah. beautiful art form. The only thing that stopped me was I fucking ran out of like room, dude. I have a little bit of space left, but <laughs> it, it it was like I I once I got to this age, the certain I can't even tell you when it was. But one of the more recent tattoos that I got and a couple before that, the tattoo started and I was just like, dude, what is happening? Like I even said to the homie, like, what's going on? Like something's not right. So your needles, like it's clawed or something's happening. I was mm-hmm. like, bro, shut up. Like you're fucking been bitching the whole time. <laughs> and it was, it's, it's just that I'm not as good with pain anymore. I hate getting tattooed. Mm. So the spots that I have left, I'm super not like jumping to get them i'll i'm sure i'll get them one day just out of being in the moment yeah but yeah tattoos suck man they fucking hurt and they're expensive I'm trying to unless do you got friends I'm trying to vibe. you know what i'm saying i'm trying to vibe and chill yeah. and tattoos are not the fucking vibe that shit hurts <laughs> yeah. that shit hurts and it's stressful bro like oh. yeah a quick one's not bad but then when you got you're talking about like you're going into the second hour. You're, I don't care who you are. You're like, give me the fuck. That was that was that was therapy for the first hour. Now he just get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. If this guy tells me I'm done, I'm done. You know. Yeah, no, I've tapped. I've tapped. I tapped on a. I have an unfinished uh, camera on my side of my stomach here, bro. It was the worst pain of my life. I was crying like a fucking bitch. Like it. It becomes ridiculous. Dude. You're like everything starts going through your mind. You're like, bro, what am I in? Why am I here? <laughs> Why am I here? Why am I paying for this? Yeah, dude. You know? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. But you're like, ego's like, I've, don't I've tap. That. Your ego's like, you got, don't be a bitch. Like, keep going, you know? <laughs> never. Like, yeah, yeah, never. Come t- back. And, and dude, when, when they ask me, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I have, I have too many, I have too many tattoos for me to be like, it hurts. <laughs> you like, can't be like, it hurts, dude. They're, they're just going to laugh. You know, I keep going like it's a joke. Yeah, it's not a joke. It really does hurt. So I just got to try to keep my cool. Yeah. And then if you got a close enough relationship with them, they'll slap it when they're when they're done. No, no. Yeah. So (laughs) like when I was telling you that one, one of the homies, I I was telling him like, dude, this is your I told him you're doing something wrong (laughs) because it hurts. (laughs) Yeah. And no, he wasn't. He was just doing his job, fucking me up. That's funny, man. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Oh, I really like this question because I would like to know myself. Reagan rocks your socks. What's up, Reagan? Reagan said, I'd love to know why he loves the Pink Panther. Uh, dude, it was just like a a thing that I kind of fell in love with when I first saw him as a cartoon character. Mm, as a kid. You know? Yeah. When, whenever I did um just the way he behaves fucking sneaking around and stuff <laughs> i i really like that I, I really like that i like that he was sneaky and that he was pink <laughs> and as i got older uh i just i i liked him even more because he gets used you know and just tattoo and stuff like that and always the representations of the pink panther always stood out to me mm. um i have a freaking cool tattoo he has like a, a fedora on 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's just looks cool because you know him. You know this whole sneaky. <laughs> so no matter how he's dressed, you're just like, dang, that's a, a he's sneaky, huh? You know? Yeah. I, it sticks out to me. No, I feel you. I had some sneaky days in in the past where I definitely yeah, appreciated <laughs> appreciated some sneaky <laughs> shit. Okay, so so it's not that I'm fucking just totally sneaky all the time. But, <laughs> but he totally like I totally take his vibe and his smiley sneaky energy he's like he doesn't seem like he's really into too much mischief mm-hmm. but that fool's not gonna you're not gonna catch him you know right. he's slick because he's on he's slick Woo! yeah he's just a slick guy no real no real solid like i just he's a slick guy one of my favorite cartoons i i also like to redraw cartoons and i think that he's he's the favorite one because every t- and no matter which way i draw him he looks cool Hmm. If he's tri- if he's tripping or he's all surprised or something like sneaky surprised yeah i like the take you put your take on it like your spin on it and you know he's got there's one i think he's all blasted up he's got some earrings and shit oh you know what my, the my uh buddy someone did that one for me it's did a they? sticker mm. yeah yeah I have it, I it's think. a sticker yeah yeah my buddy did that one for me his instagram is tyler instagram mm. Did yeah, you do he something did that with one. Rosendo too out of Texas? Did you do something with him? No, oh. no. My other logo that I have is from, um, like, it has a skull with some lofos and stuff. Mm. It says, like, variegated Troy on it and a banner. It's really tattoo style. That That's a tattooer. His name is John Sanford. Cool. At John Sanford. It's Instagram. Awesome. Rad, man. Yeah, yeah. Nice guys. You know, super, super nice people. Mm. So we got one from, uh, let me see, Snowbro Cacti Zone said, a cultured man like yourself must like anime, correct? Do you like anime? I fuck with anime a little bit. It's yeah. tiny. Uh, it's, a, it's a tiny love for it. I mean, Dragon Ball Z, bro, yeah. Right. There is anime that I fuck with for sure, yeah. But I'm not I, I'm not like one to know the, know the shits, you know? You don't have like don't a, shelf, a shelf full of those little dolls? <laughs> I don't yeah I don't know the shits I'm not into it but I am familiar for sure Cactus Dan man would like to know if you still hang out with Gary Duke and Cactus Quest man as much as I can as much as I can yeah man. I uh, actually have a sticker that I'm getting printed for Gary awesome and it's it's super good yeah I wanted to post it but I didn't want to spoil the surprise mm. like I wanted to post the artwork Dan it's a it's a co-op effort. The Hell cooperation yeah. team is Gary. He did his own selfie, which are always ten out of ten. Any any of Gary's <laughs> photos, especially when he's taking it of himself, he just has it. He has a handle on it. He's a you know? G, dude. He carries he himself well. He's very cool, and he'll send the photo to me like a request if he needs or wants to have a new edition, or he, when he runs out of stickers. And I usually hit up Daniel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because Daniel's a whiz with the um, styling on the computer. I, I know nothing about that shit. And Daniel just throws whatever together is in his mind, man. And it's right. awesome. And then I'll relay it back to Gary. Send it off to the sticker. I, I get the sticker printing done for him. And that's it. It's a wrap. Right. Gary got a new sticker very soon. 
super rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. What an awesome relationship to have. And I know you were saying earlier, like you, uh, if you're looking for a certain plant, like you can almost pretty much guarantee that you can count on Gary, right, to like have it growing by from seed. Dude, he's he's got it, or he can get it, or yeah. I mean, you know, so like, of course, if it's not just this hyper rare plant, but but yeah, if you saw something, chances are it's a pretty common plant. Yeah, he's got it, or he's can get it, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Haley's Hot House wanted to know if you have any tips for a uh, new pottery enthusiast. She's out there making pots now. I saw she got a, I think she got a kiln too. Pretty sure. No way. Yeah. Wow. She's wow, rad, yeah. man. She's rad too. Just my tips. Oh, dude, just get after it. Just go for it. Just start making stuff and start feeling and crushing. Like, dude, I'll make stuff to today still. And I'll slam it. It won't come out right or something, and I smash it down, man. Yeah, it helps because sometimes I'm like, "Fuck!" Like it's stressful. I it's, that's not the shape that I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and rather than like walking off and being unsatisfied with my work, I'll satisfy myself and I'll smash it. And I'll start again. That. You know? Yeah. Do you ever sell any? Do you sell any like oddballs off? Like. Uh... What are they? What's the one? Uh, uh, outcasts. I did once or twice, like, but so the outcasts for me would be if like a like a pressure crack or something. Like if the pot more or less is awesome, like meaning nothing's wrong with it. But sometimes on the very bottom of wider pots, there's like this really hairline crack that develops in the kiln. Mm. And so when the pot's completely fired, it's, it's totally fine. It's not going to break or anything, but aesthetically, it's just, it's not right. It looks broken. Like if you were to get a pot and you've never bought a pot, for example, and you get it in the mail, you bought it and you look at it, it looks broken to you. There's a crack down this middle. Mm. And to me, like, I can't sell those unless of course I say it has this like crack. And most times the people who buy them, they they buy pots you know and they know that that's not the issue it's not an issue to worry about rather so it's just like cosmetic it's totally cosmetic and also you're not going to see it it's the bottom of the pot Mm -hmm. i feel you we just got a few more let's see what we got here oh yeah spines on fire he said (laughs) what's the future of your ceramics look like dang hopefully wild off the wall stuff yeah you know if it stays together bro that's the thing about making wild stuff like you're not sure if it's gonna work because you i've not seen it done before you know mm. show it you gotta you gotta try yeah. you gotta throw yourself into it you know most definitely succulent cacti lady with the with the fire question may asked have you ever gotten high on lofophora and if so how was it not yet yet not yeah yet not not yet i've not been in the setting that i thought that it was like properly done you know mm-hmm. i'm not sure what that is because yeah. i've not been in it yeah. you know but uh when that time comes i'm sure that i'll know and i'm fucking down bro Absolutely. i'm so down yeah i'm down, yeah, I'm too, down. but i i don't think i, I could I could kill a specimen like that. Like I would have to do it in a, mm-hmm. in a place where they're already doing it. You know what I mean? Like the native American church. Yeah. Or... See, it has to be like, it has to be 
done right. Right. And like I said, I'm not exactly sure, can't put it into words, but I know that if I saw it and experienced it, I'd be like, okay, now I'm down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not if you just visit someone's house and they're like, bro, fucking eat this one. Yeah. I'm like, I probably wouldn't because I'm probably a little nervous. You know, it's, it seems like it'd be a powerful trip that I would want to take more serious. Most definitely. Yeah. I just listened to a podcast the other day of a stand-up comedian who's pretty famous. I can't remember what his name is, but he talked about he he went down into Costa Rica and he did one of those types of ceremonies and he attributes it completely to his sobriety. Like he went down two weeks sober and had been drinking his whole life, like to in excess. And he he detoxed at home for two weeks and then went down there and did that. And he's been good ever since, man. And like he has a beautifully inspiring story. And I know that it's it's really well known to to help with that. So I would love to do that too to like kind of solidify those experiences for myself, man. Oh yeah, that's beautiful. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy when you hear stories like that. It makes yeah. you. Uh, it really makes you think about psychedelics in a different way. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. for me, dude, I can't like uh, microdosing is a little different thing, but I can't trip like take things or take mushrooms or any type of psychedelics all the time it's just not something Mm. that i personally can do it's just like yeah it's a heavy um mind thing you know yeah i like to reflect on that experience and come back and be like well like this is what i appreciate you know yeah like integrate being normal right right yeah the trip is helpful but it's not often what i look forward to yeah you know yeah the trip itself like there is are not times. the entire there are times experience right? there are times yeah yeah right um there's like a, there's like trip you know there's a time it's like oh that was a trip but then also there are times when i think that i needed a sort of reset yeah i wasn't doing so well mentally or i noticed myself kind of slipping into like a darker thought process, you know, mm-hmm. I struggle with that. Um, like a depression sort of, it's a, it's a horrible word to use in my opinion to say you're depressed is like enabling that type of behavior. Mm. That's uh, interesting. But I hear you. It's like because, giving it power, giving it power, right? Yes. Because I mean, you know, there's a time where you're fucking fucked up, you're depressed, whatever you're on antidepressants. I've been there, dude. And so I can say that that's the time where I get it to say like, yeah, I'm depressed. But when you just suffer from like having negative thoughts and everything's good, then it it's more powerful to yourself. It gives you more power to not say you're depressed. Like you're, you're not depressed, dude. You're just struggling with those type of thoughts. That's all. Mm. Mm. In my opinion, it it makes me do better, you know? When I'm like, it, it's not that I'm not wanting to see it, but I don't, I don't want to chill and vibe on negative thoughts. I'm trying to be happy. It's not something that I enjoy. Yeah. So why, why I think about it more than you have to, you know? If I see it coming, I've said those exact words before to myself. I'll feel it coming. I'm like, I'm not depressed. I'm not depressed. And I tried to like, to do that. But like sometimes it's just like inevitable, and then it it's you know, uh, 
there's, sure. there's no other it, way to explain it sometimes, but no, I hear you. And I, I, I can appreciate that for sure. It's probably a mm -hmm. good way to cope and get out of it. It helps sometimes, dude. Yeah. Most times. Yeah. So it's, I, sure. I think that's something that's being lost with all this, like this big psychedelic boom too is, uh, you know, there's like the psychonauts, these people that, uh, that are almost contributing to the stigma and like, I really appreciate that you said that it's only something that you, you know, you don't necessarily look forward to, or it's only something that you do uh, sometimes when you see yourself getting into a dark place. And, and that's how it should be. It should be respected and, and utilized appropriately like that and not um, in excess. So. Right. It's, it's like, again, that, that's, that's better wording. It should be utilized appropriately. And it's not something that I'm scared of. Right. You know, but it's just not something that I'm where I like to, for example, I look forward to smoking hash, bro. I love hash. Mm. I love the taste. Bubble. I love the smell. I look forward to taking a dab. I'll fucking take 1 million dabs until I fall asleep. If, if I was just wanting to have an unproductive ass day and whatever, but mm -hmm. when it comes to eating mushrooms, like you're not going to sit there and eat mushrooms. Like it's a popcorn bag. Yeah. You're just not you're gonna start your stomach's gonna start to hurt like it's it's not the same you know yeah, yeah. uh it it's more of like uh okay i'm gonna eat these shits now and i better have some time on my hands to reflect on this <laughs> to, right. to reflect on these fucking mushrooms you know yeah but you said you said at the end of the last episode we did together that you felt like mushrooms had a, a big part to do with your recovery at that time right for sure yeah when i first got sober definitely well you know what's crazy is since then uh i i, I got not sober and re-sober again mm. just like that just because uh i'm just a wild guy that's struggles you know right yeah like you can't you can be doing well and all this and then for me someone like me um it's like something that pushes you over the line where I'm like, wow, like every once in a while, I feel like, oh, well, drinking doesn't sound too bad. That sounds okay. Mm -hmm. It sounds fun. You know, it's, it's always not fun. It's always not fun. I always don't feel good after. Mm -hmm. I always don't feel good during. But yet it's still something that it creeps, you know, and, and when I did have a drink, I, I lose track of time. Um. It was several months ago, though. I started to drink and fucking lose myself. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah. You go down this path where I'm I'm waking up, I would do minimal work, and then I can't wait to have a drink. Right. You know? And then again, I had to, like, nip that in the butt where, like, holy shit, I suck drinking. I can't handle drinking. Mm. You know, like, I see people who can they still live their life and do their thing and do what they're supposed to. But I can't, Yeah, I can't handle it. So I need to not drink at all. You know, Yeah. if I want to maintain the path that I am so happy on. Mm. It takes a lot for somebody to recognize that though. And the fact that, you know, mm -hmm. that probably comes from that experience that you had, you know, in the past before this little 
slip or whatever you want to call it. And at least you slipped, but you didn't yeah. fall, man. And dude, that's dude, beautiful. Yeah. You picked yourself right back up and put your shit together. And I know you were honest about it. You, you told on yourself on Instagram. I saw that. And I, I appreciated that, honestly, because mm. I, you know, that we got to be real about this kind of shit, you know? You have to. If you want it to get better and you want or you feel that you need motivation or any type of help, yes. then you need to be honest because no one knows what the fuck you're thinking. No one knows how you feel. Mm. No one knows what you're going through unless you like open your mouth, you know? Closed mouths don't get fed, right? Let's try it. Yeah, so I think that was something I had to do. I was like, just feel, even though it's not, not that I had to do it, but I wanted to because then it was like, it was made it real. It made it true to another extent. Like, okay, now these there's people that I've talked to that are like, dude, thanks for being sober, man. Like I'm sober too. And now look, I'm behind the fucking phone drinking. (laughs) Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. So, so it was cool to say it because, you know, I'm sure those people who are struggling with the same things, they get those feelings also. Yeah, man. It's, it's normal, you know? Yeah. And it's liberating. I'm sure to get honest about that i think so i think so because there's only a couple people that you know i'll know that i actually like i struggled with that and i'll tell them like dude i had a drink like i fucked up and they're they're cool they're like oh whatever don't do it again that's cool but then when you just talk to this anonymous like group this room you're like hey fucking everyone i fucked up there's all these thoughts you know that you have to be accountable for sure like even though they're not you know your family or you're not personally affecting this person's life it's still something that if you want to put yourself out there you need to be accountable for all of those things mm. and my case i sometimes fuck up super hard bro like fucking up meaning totally drinking totally being not sober you know yeah it's a tightrope. Well, and I'm sure you received some, the way I know this community to be, I'm sure you received some solid fucking support when you said that. Oh, for sure. And that's what makes it like even better. You know, there's people that want to see you lose, but the people that you want to surround yourself with are the people that want to see you win. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people that reach out are those people because they care. Absolutely. You know, yeah. It's been a beautiful thing that I've found in this community for sure is an overwhelming support. And for sure. Man. What's crazy. It's unreal, right? Yeah, it absolutely is. Let me throw this last question out there because it's throw funny. It, dude. It's funny. Cactus Cult Ceramic said, What's Troy's hair washing regimen for those luscious locks? Fuck, I'm bad at washing my hair, dude. Come on, man. You, when you Daniel's probably never had long hair. <laughs> so this is my first time with long hair. Is it? Yeah, dude. I'll, I've always cut my hair like short, short, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like what, like, a, um, I forget the hair, what, what they call it. It's, it's not just a fade, but the top would be like a little bit long. I'll fucking slick it back. I'll mm-hmm. all cool and cut the rest. And when COVID really was like, kind of ending rather mm-hmm. i was like man like i hate going in there with my mask getting my hair cut so i'm just gonna s- start to not cut my hair and it started to grow 
uh, all, all long, of course. And dude, washing it is a chore. It gets, first of all, getting it wet entirely in the shower is a, is a chore. Mm. It's heavy as hell. So I try not to wash it all the time, fucking Daniel. Also, it gets dried out, man. Like, come on. Girls know what I'm talking about. You can't wash your hair all the time. Like, it's like once a week. Maybe some girls don't eat once every two weeks. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's, like, not super inaccurate. Like, once a week, low-key. Like, once every few days. Mm. You know, like, once every day, your hair's going to get all dry. And it's just not going to be right. It's not right. Yeah. Mm. So, fucking Daniel. Thanks for the sensitive questions, bro. <laughs> So let's close out with like, uh, like I, I would love to hear like what, what this, these last few months have been like, um, what's what, what you're currently with, what you're currently working on and direction and the trajectory that you're on right now. And, uh, you know, any upcoming things that you might be doing, I'm sure people would love to hear about. Right on. Yeah. But dude, the last few months I've just been really trying to make a bunch of different type of stuff. I, I, really try to make different things you know mm-hmm. i'll try to forget what i made <laughs> i won't look at pictures and i'll just start fresh um i've been doing a couple sales i also had a couple of large orders go out mm. uh, desert creations i believe still has pots mellowest still has pots uh they they were both kind enough to put in some wholesale orders wow so they yeah they they have a selection of pots and as well as i'm gonna have another selection of pots like next week Mm. dude uh, so so i'll make pots and i think that i'll have a selection right i'll like kind of talk about it i'll post on my instagram i'll well i'm gonna have some pots and then more often than not a few people will kind of message me and ask to see them and i can't i'm not like a no person (laughs) <laughs> and so I'll show them. I'll I'll show them, bro, and they'll be like, "Well, can I get these?" And eventually, sure enough, like I don't have any to post anymore. Yeah, that's kind of what happened this week. So they're gone. So, they're gone before they're even out. They're gone. Yeah, there's no more. Like I don't even have one from this last batch to show. Man. They're all in boxes. They're gone. And so next week, I have a whole. Fr- I made a whole bunch. I made a whole bunch like yesterday and today, just to be ready for next week. That's fucking huge, man. And being in Mellowist and Desert Creations, dude, like how rad. Dude, because when I first got into it, I would visit those places and that's where the pots I would see first. And first yeah, plants man. I was to, you know? Yeah. So it's crazy to go full circle and now see my own name in those shops. Wow. You know? Yeah, you've come a long way since we last talked, man. A long way, despite whatever hardship you may have faced i'm fucking proud of you oh, thanks dude you know that everyone does goes through hardships maybe just not everyone talks about it yeah man and, and that's something i would like to see more of and that's a, something i appreciate about you and select people in the community is i, I like seeing all sides of people i you know i don't mm. i don't want to see a mask i don't you know right i want real it's, yeah, it's, it's cool. the least we could do considering that we're kind of um hanging out in an artificial space <laughs> when, right. when, when no, we're no, talking about in the internet world you know it makes it just more relatable as making a friend online yeah you know especially when there's so much distance between some of us like right. not all of us are as blessed to be able to actually come together man so mm-hmm. you know right on dude 
Yeah, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being authentic. And uh, thank you for your dope pots. I have fucking, dude, I got six of them now, I think. Seven of them. <laughs> right <laughs> you on. know? Yep, yep. Right on, dude. Yeah, shout out we'll to May and, and sure. Cats and Cacti, John, for, for hooking it up. Oh, man. Yep, yep. They they put in a, a rescue order for you and you had a little bit of mishap. Yeah, man. Like a couple stuff fell down your shelf or something, huh? It's the beautiful you lost thing about this community. Yeah, yeah, man. And yeah, I wow. lost a lot less than what I gained. So, just like that, you know. You know. And you weren't asking to gain anything. No, fuck no. It just happens that way. Yeah, yeah. The universe is cool like that. It can be. That's for sure. Yeah. Cool. Wow. So you have an Etsy now, right? I do, dude. That's another thing. I fucking like Etsy goes. Can do you get notifications when like can you get notifications on your phone when someone posts something on their Etsy? Yes. You can follow okay. and, and and yeah. If you That makes sense. Shop. Because I'll feel like I'll post stuff and it'll go before like I can say that I posted stuff on the Etsy sometimes. Mm. But other times because Julia helped. Julia does the Etsy. Mm-hmm. Um, I make the pots and she'll I'll be like these these can be for Etsy and so she'll do those posts. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. She's awesome. Yeah. Rad man. So yeah. what's it called? Is it called Holds it down. Is it called variegated trust? Uh no, I think it's Troy's Ceramics. Troy Ceramics. Cool. Yeah. Troy's Ceramics. It's also in the bio of my Instagram. Cool. All right. Is there is there uh, plans for to, to just gonna stick with the Etsy? You got you got anything else that you're working on? Dude, I would like to make a site, but it's in the works. Yeah, it's in the works. Yeah, Rad. for sure. One day. Yeah, it sounds like maybe yeah. you'll have trouble keeping up. Anyways, <laughs> there's a lot of demand. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. That'd sure would be nice, right? All right, Troy. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate your time. All right, Garrett. Right on, dude. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. If everybody enjoy the rest of your day, bro. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. If everybody could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast and hit that share button, I would appreciate that greatly. Variegated Troy, everyone. Bye.